realize how magnificent you are? The God that created you is a divine architect that created the moon, the sun, the stars, Jupiter, Mars, Pluto, Venus. We are not only sexual beings, we are the walking embodiment of God consciousness. There we go. Just burping like a mouth. <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, gosh, the taste of pepper, the smell of pepperoni. I love pepperoni. Nah. It is delicious, it's nutritious. Uh -uh. It's a protein. It just smells like f fat. Fat? Fat. Farting and or fat? F A T. Grease, F A T. Or fat, P H A T. Nah. It's none of those things. You burn your, your, your tongue. I'm happy. Let me be, please. I'm actually holding my breath so I can't smell it. Are you I, serious? I really hate pepperoni that much. How? I really do. It's I, the best pizza. Like, even before I was a vegetarian, I didn't eat pig. Like, I really didn't. Like, pork, anything. It's just delicious. Like, pepperoni, bacon. Pepperoni's a bit far. Not even When it comes pepperoni. to the... Like, no, none of that. Like, nah. I only ate chicken, to be fair. If has your eyes born to be a veggie, I think. Yeah, it was my calling in life, but yeah. Fair, fair enough. Mm -hmm. It's a weird detour food. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Hi guys. Hey guys. How are, How you, are you doing? Um, we ah, I've got you saying that now. Like when I first said you, you were like, nobody's going to be replying to you. How and are you doing? Mm -hmm. Nice. Like, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? How you doing? Literally sounding like an American. Mm -hmm. Can we not be, please? Um, I think a black British accent works. I actually really like it. Like, I like black British accents. I do. Like, I'm listening to, like, those London boys sing whatever rap type of thing, and I'm just like, wow, just, mm. We do love the British. I, I, but also, thank you for all you American listeners. We've been looking at our analytics, and we see that we do have people listening from America. Thank you. So that's absolutely mental. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, keep uh, listening. Yeah, thank you. Tell your friends, why not? Yeah. There's a lot of Americans out there. Just like spread the joy, spread the love. Mm -hmm. Finish eating your pepperoni pizza, please. Oh shush! Let me be happy. Ugh. Anyway, how has your week been, my love? Um, what day are we on? We're on a Wednesday that we're recording this podcast today. Yeah. Um, we're heading into a bank holiday, which is absolutely amazing if you are working. I am. So. Uh huh. Oh yeah, you're <coughs> working, but you're still a student as well. <coughs> I think. Um, are you okay, mate? Um, that green tea went the wrong way around. First. Mm -hmm. I think like bank holidays means absolutely nothing to a student because it just blurs into it. And now makes an exam season as well. Yeah. So it's probably even worse. But no, I'm looking forward to bank holiday. I'm going hiking Ooh. on Friday. I don't know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I've just been told that like a train has been booked for 11. And Ooh. I'm going on a hike and I need to bring my walking boots. So I'm very excited. Okay, this is how the other half leaves. Literally. Mm -hmm. Try to be bougie. Mm -hmm. Try to be bougie. Try buying properties. Mm -hmm. Probably. Mm -hmm. Properties mm -hmm. and ish. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm good. How are you, Sens? Oh, well, I need to cough, but it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to, you know, ruin the sound quality or whatever. Sorry, I've been yawning all the Today's <laughs> It's just great. It's, it's life great. is long for you today, hasn't oh, it? It's just long, man. But um, I've actually came, like, I found, like, I'm in the midst of, like, assessment season. Mm. So writing stuff and I found a topic that I'm actually really quite interested in. And um, so that made me happy. Ooh, tell and us more. What's yes. it on? So it's climate change and mental health. 
and how the two intersect. So we know within the healthcare community that um, climate change has a direct impact into health, like mm-hmm. physical health, well-being. But there's not much. Well, there hasn't been as much emphasis or focus on how it actually impacts your um, mental health. And one thing that actually, as I was reading one of the papers, were like going through the medication side of things. Like for example, people who are on lithium. So as it gets hotter, you're more likely to get um, hydrate, dehydrated and that lithium becomes even more dangerous in such circumstances because um, you need to be consist- consistently hydrated because from you putting lithium in your body system. And I was like, wow, that's mad. Like the, not that's mad, but like, I was like, wow. Like, that's crazy. Like the rising temperatures within the world are actually having a direct impact in regards of medication um, to people who have mental health conditions. For those who don't know, well, as I do not know, what is lithium and what does it do to the body? Uh, I feel like I should actually get a proper definition. Tell you what, I'll get the BNF out and get a proper oh, definition. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know as well for friends, particularly when um, they're changing their medication or going on to different areas, even things like such as their clocks going back mm-hmm. or a losing or gaining them can affect them mentally so much mm-hmm. because their body, body is just in the imbalance. So I remember I was talking to a guy at work today mm-hmm. and he was saying how he found people who live like closer to the equator or just warmer climates tend to live longer. Mm-hmm. Just because your bones, like the minute when you start to get old, like the coldness just hits you a bit more than normal. Mm-hmm. So I think there's definitely some truth to that, that mental health, physical health, the weather really does affect it. Yeah. Um, So lithium is used in treatment for mania or bipolar, um, bipolar disorder, or actually a co-current depression and treatment of um, aggressive and or self-harming behavior. That's like one of the indications of um, like why the doctor will prescribe it. Mm. to you um it has what chemicals does it have besides lithium (laughs) oh sorry sorry that's really really i should not be laughing about this as a healthcare professional but um i'm trying to find like the proper like ingredients in it besides yeah no it's just lithium it actually is just lithium okay but yeah um, it, all you need to know is that it's used to treat, treat mania, bipolar, um, depression, aggressive or self-harming behaviour um, if needed. And I think it tends to be used as the last resort, one of the last resorts within healthcare. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what climate change can do. So what have you seen in the news lately? What have I seen news? Oh, but firstly, thank you for educating us because I think mental health is something we don't speak about. Mm -hmm. And I guess unless you're dealing with it or like close to somebody who battles and deals with um, that, like you just wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always good to like get some education because Mm -hmm. you don't know what life has around the corner. It could easily be like you in that situation Mm -hmm. just due to like life being life at times. Oh yeah. Um, like, um, because I work in mental health, basically. Like, you don't the, say. No, <laughs> really. No way, Sherlock. Um, like me- people work in mental health. They're actually the the global statistics is that one in four people are going to have a mental health condition, um, in their lifetime. If you work in mental health, it's one in two. Yeah. Cool. So you guys are experiencing, like, I guess, what you're you treating, treating yeah. yeah. 
um, because you get to see people going through the most distressing times, the most um, vulnerable times in their lives, and you support them through that, and that can actually be emotionally draining, it can be psychologically draining as well, and it's making sure that you have a good support system when you go yeah. home and you have the right people around you, and yeah, like I've taken time out to actually take care of my own mental health from time to time and just like check in within myself or actually going to a professional and checking with a professional yeah to make sure that um everything is ticking along very well it's kind of like being in the army like you know you do get physical health checks so well you do get mental health checks now and yeah it's the same well not the same but like similar yeah i think we all need to like just check ourselves regularly just to make sure i was like are you good and really asking people like are you good when you mean are you good yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's something we need to see more. But like, thank you for that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, your previous question. Anything I've seen in the news? So I guess the linking onto climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. I think it's extinction. I can't remember what the organisation is called. But basically, all around the world, um, a big organisation has basically been rallying people to mm-hmm. um, just make climate change awareness much more of a glo- bigger thing. And that's been through disrupting transport systems Mm -hmm. um, and kind of making their voices heard through peaceful protests. So one of the big things is that um, Oxford Circus, really big monuments within Mm -hmm. London have now been disrupted. I know in Scotland as well, on Mm -hmm. one of the trains, some protesters went up there. Mm -hmm. And um, the funniest thing is just everybody's using super glue as well. So the act has now been to super glue yourself to an area. And it's gotten to the point that basically the police in London have run out of cells, which I guess just speaks to the time of austerity that we're living in, (coughs) that you as a policing force can't do your job because one, you're understaffed. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have enough facilities and the people who are protesting basically know that like all you need is to lock a hundred of us up Mm -hmm. and your place is full like you just have to let the rest of us go Um, and the basic goal for them is to try and keep this disruption going for as long as possible Mm -hmm. and if it's something I know about to these British radical protesters most of them don't have jobs so they have time because every time I see especially these big protests of fracking and stuff okay I truly support what's going on Mm -hmm. but I'm not using my two weeks annual leave to be just sitting in some field somewhere trying to protest something so the majority of these protesters are hardcore mm-hmm. the majority have been told you're most likely going to be arrested yeah and they've still gone yeah. and um yeah passion. it's driven by passion but like who pays your rent that's well, who's paying these people's rent that is my one true question because i would love to go fight for the cause i would love to stand for environment mm-hmm. but I want to go on holiday and my two weeks annual leave is not being used to sit on some bridge in a sleeping bag in the cold because they've they're staying there, but we don't realise Britain is still cold outside. Yeah. Rain is going to come someday. They've been really lucky that this Easter weekend is going to be nice and sunny. Mm-hmm. But if it was raining, I would see how many people would still be out there protesting. Well, no, but like, if we look, at, it depends on what you're passionate about. Like, let's look at the protests that have actually changed our lives. Let's, um, the match on Selma, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things like that. Um, the match on Washington, those things actually changed our lives and in, in regards of like civil rights and things and um it depends on what you're passionate about like if something has bothered you that much not even bothered you if something has that much interference if something is that unjust to you i think you can spend your two weeks annual leave protesting against it like if it came to it if my rights were going to be taken away trust me i'll be there like shouting and you know like i, I don't care because at the end of the day protesting that and if it's going to change the legislation if it's going to change the law and better my life it's worth a two-week holiday sacrifice i'm just saying 
I agree. Mm-hmm. I've just always had this phrase. I remember my mum and um, as a kid, I was very passionate about certain points, and and I would always try my best to kind of express those points of view. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, "Chiku, do not be a martyr because a lot of you don't. Most martyrs don't live over thirty-five. Mm-hmm. As much as though we praise Martin Luther King, praise Martin X, like Martin his." X. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. we praise them, but how do their kids feel growing out without, up without a dad? But then without them, their kids will not be growing up in a place where they're treated equally. Oh no, I completely agree. Okay, but let's intrinsically... Make, no, 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 let's make that... We're both Christians. Yes. Right. Jesus could have chose to be like, nah, I don't want to die on the cross for you. No, I totally agree with yeah. that point of view. I'm not but saying, I'm saying like as, Martin, no, as humans, yeah, yeah. as a child growing up, would you have rather had your father because theoretically you understand like this was a cause this was something that needed to be done mm-hmm. but I guess it's different people and how they are mentally but I don't think I could as a parent mm-hmm. you put yourself in a situation of course he didn't know he was going to die yeah. but I think their kids would have rather had their dad there's something deep within them that they appreciate the sacrifice they made, but they at some points you just cry out for your dad, you cry out for your mum. For your dad, but then as a parent, I'm looking from a parent parental perspective. I'm not one, so I could be, you know, type of thing. But I would like to leave, or now even in this day and age, I'm working to make sure that my kids have a better life than me. Mm-hmm. And if the environment that I'm in does not allow me to facilitate that, if it means that I have to go against the political powers, the laws of the land, if that means I have to risk my life so that my child can get the right to vote, I would do that because at the end of the day, that sacrifice is for the greater good. is so that my child can actually, yes, they may have not had me. Like I'd rather not live in, um, what is it called? like live in a place where I'm suppressed and teach my kids that living in suppression where they no longer have a right or freedom um, Mm. is the normal when I have the resources when I have the ability to fight against that and and actually open up a a life or a way for them to actually have that freedom because that freedom not only does not affect my kids but affects my grandkids my great grandkids it's a general it's a generational freedom Mm. whereas my kid yes my kids can have me for the next 20 40 years like most of the time like 80 by 18 yes you need mom and dad but you've done the foundation mm. type of thing yeah whereas um if i died after they're 18 i think they'll be okay if i've left i don't know like i'll rather create a world where they have the freedom to do um to do to achieve to have a healthy and happy life yeah than actually live within the norm yeah. where they will actually continue in that gen- generation of being suppressed mm, yes I mm, I like, want I'm, to agree but my I, I guess the side that I'm coming on I remember um, who was the guy who did Apple what was his name Steve Jobs Steve Jobs um, he died of cancer I'm not sure which sort of cancer but um his one thing that he said is I wish that I hadn't been as successful because the times I sacrificed not being with my family not being there Mm -hmm. you can never get those times back like Mm -hmm. you can equally your name will go down in fame but Mm -hmm. will you have those memories to take with you when you die and I agree that obviously we should be involved in the movement we should be involved in that Mm -hmm. but is that equally worth the time you've sacrificed not being with your kids that when you die how many memories will your children actually have of you they'll remember the man Mm-hmm. who created Apple but do they remember the father do they remember the husband and I guess in those circumstances I totally agree that people should be freedom fighters mm-hmm. and revolutionaries and stuff but 
as a priority like are you putting the cause before your family are you putting the cause before the person you created to father to mother and I guess that's always my idea especially when I heard that Steve Jobs quotes like mm -hmm. at the end of the day like people will remember you they'll remember your devices but that device will one day break somebody will make a better version of the Apple phone yeah. somebody will do this and it's the emotions it's the memories it's the images your children your like surrounding things, sphere like has life kind of yeah kind there's of some things that like are intangible like you can buy fame you can buy instagram followers but really like the, do the people who know you like know you like that or do they just know you as the guy who like pays their school fees and pays for their nanny to drive them around and i think that's always the thing i'm thinking and i always had it on the steve jobs like obviously like martin luther king was different because like mm -hmm. he was a preacher but really he was going around different parts of america so how much time was he spending with his family because I, I love his autobiography. That's so. what I'm saying. Like I love the thing that he's done, but I always think like, do his kids know him, or do they just know the man Martin Luther King as a father? So that's always my one thing about being a freedom fighter, mm -hmm. and the thing that always draws me from it. Like I want to be politically active, but to what? How much do you sacrifice for you to be the forefigure of this movement? Because I'm not saying don't be a freedom fighter, don't be part of the cause, but you can play your bit without not playing every single person's bit. Because those people who are the face, those people who are at the forefront, mm -hmm. they take in a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would want to take that all on because there's some things that you're going to have to say no to at times. And that most likely will be your family. Yeah. Um, I get where you're coming from. I think we do get where you're coming from. And maybe I'm coming from a s selfish, yeah, we're coming non, from different non um, parent perspective where, um, I don't know, I. I I would like to think that I would fight for the greater good. Mm -hmm. Like my family will be fine if I know that I've left them with something that can actually raise the game, raise the bar to a whole new level, whether that's freedom, whether that's financial security or, you know, like well-being and stuff like that. Like my family will be okay knowing that I've laid out the foundation for them to actually keep on going with the movement or whatever is going on. Um, yeah, but you can't do that without dying. No, no, I'm not saying if i die i die we're all gonna die like plot twist like we're all gonna die like i'm not precious with like death and things like that but like at the end of the day if i go if i die and i know that my family is taken care of that's fine mm. that's actually fine like I, I, i'll go in peace I think we're going to be on different odds of the yeah, spectrum because we're yeah. both coming from different angles completely. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a good topic to bring up and just for both of us to highlight and give our perspectives on. Mm -hmm. uh, but Sans, tell the people what today's podcast actually is on. Oh, so we're going to do um, a bit of a music review. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, we're going to talk about women in music and um, specifically Miss Solange Knowles mm -hmm. Ferguson, I believe. Um, yeah. Yes, we are. Um, so I guess we chose Solange because we when it comes, like yeah, we do both like her. <laughs> and when it comes to the music industry, she's definitely paving her own way. So we're just going to talk through mm -hmm. her new album, some of her older songs, I guess, the impact that she's had mm -hmm. in the sphere. Mm -hmm. um, so personally, um, today we were doing this, so I kind of listened to her new album, mm -hmm. and it was a, uh, it's a weird mixture. I feel as though she treats music as like a visual art piece. Yeah. So she has her visuals. If you watch her videos, there. Mm -hmm. very eclectic um, and the music is very I don't know 
I don't know if I enjoy listening to it, but I definitely find it interesting. Yeah. There's certain songs that I just like I'm a banger, like um, Bins is really good, and it's just like, and it's very easily listening. Like our yeah. tr- brains have been trained to enjoy those sorts of melodies, those sorts of tones, and it's quite enjoyable. But I think the rest of the album, I'm still a bit like, mm, I have to be in a certain mood yeah. and feel for this. Yeah. See, I feel like with the new album, I don't even know what it's called. It's really, really bad. Um, her new album is called... When I Get Home. When I Get Home. Yes. With lots of Cadillacs. Oh, yes. Um, when I Get Home. Like, when it came out, I really... Um, you tried. I tried to listen it. I remember just, like, playing it. And actually stood up and left and went to do something and came back. And I was like, what, what, what was I listening to? Because it's very melodies, very... Um, I don't know, like, just, like, it gives you, like, carefree black girl magic vibes type mm. of thing, which is a beautiful thing, but there's certain songs that I actually can't hear the words. Literally, because she does a... Everything's very soft and mellow. Just mellow and just, just yeah. But when we go to a sit at the table... Yeah, the album that banged, that actually banged. I think Cranes in the Sky, I love that song. and also. It was her breakout, like she knew she had to make a point with the yeah, album. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. And um Even though she did that ratchet scissor video for her, which was a bootleg version of um Crane's Scissors um song. I know I know the which song you mean. Uh, I can't remember, but if you look at the visual, it was literally just like a bootleg version of Crane's. But then like I saw that re- visual and I thought that's just Solange. No, that's what I'm saying, but it was Scissors song. Yeah, but then if you're gonna hire Solange to do something with you or for you, expect that kind of stuff. Like, no, I know, but literally, like the outfit down to the nudes, like yeah, leotards, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's in a car park dancing. Literally, like not even any other backup dancers, just in a car park dancing. Low budget. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think she got money like that. Yeah, um, but like, um, don't touch my head. That song is just uh, anthem. Mm. Don't touch my hair, cause it's the feelings I wear. Don't touch my throat. It's my crown. Don't touch my crown. And then there's Fubu. Um, it's F U. Be you or something. I think it's featuring Lil Wayne, and I was quite actually surprised to like have a song by Solange and Lil Wayne. I was like, what? Like I, I would never put the two together, but it actually works. Um, she's brilliant at what she does. I'm not gonna lie. And I feel like um, Solange is one of those people who've actually paved and created a space and atmosphere for herself because her earlier music, like Tony, um, the t- the other night why or something like that. Um, I feel like she started finding her voice since that record. Yeah. But prior to that, she was more like Beyonce, Beyonce's little sister. Yeah. Which is a bit. <sighs> it's rough living in that shadow, but. Yeah. I think now, as well, driven by the likes of Janae, Aoka, Neo, Scissor, mm-hmm. like they've created, even like, like Rihanna, ne- like in Neo a Soul. Sense, yeah, well, actually, Rihanna's not really Neo Soul, uh, but like the kind of, um, the kind of new version of femininity that they're bringing out. Mm-hmm. That you can wear like tracky bottoms, you can have like messy hair. Oh yeah. You can be like a little ratchet and a little ghetto, but then look proper, prim and proper, like mm-hmm. a H&M model. Mm-hmm. What's the name? I think it's. 
Lizo or Lizo? Lizo, yeah. She can flute and twerk. Um, I saw a set that she did at Coachella, the weekend gone, and um, what's her name? Janelle Monet. Went was watching her like she did like the Chris Jenner like um like proud of you like you're doing amazing sweetie like moment um she, there's this video of her doing it on on Instagram and then um when it was Janelle Monae's um set she actually brought her up and they're yeah. both twerking on stage and all that Janelle Monae I don't think she gets enough the, credit a credit that she oh. gets some of the albums that she's got that I'm a freak forgetting down I'm a freak Ching down. She she makes bangers. Oh yes. She honestly makes bangers and just the way in which she's coming into herself. Mm-hmm. Like before she was very kind of prince inspired. Yes. But now she's finding I guess her own vision. Mm-hmm. And she again is another one of those women who's curated their own field of what femininity is yes. and what female artists are within yeah. the industry. And they're just not like pretty, they're just not like wearing leotards and having like titties ass out. Mm-mm. They can wear a suit. Yeah. Like um who is it? So there's a DJ on Radio One. No, Dottie. no, 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 not Radio One. On Bits, Bits One. She's um thing is BBC Extra. No, 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 no. Bits as in the Apple Music. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, do- oh, I um, know who you're talking um, about. She's someone's little. She's. Oh, I think she, keep the story and I'll, f- um, I'll find it. I know um, who you're talking like, about. I think she's Skepta's sister or something like that. Is she? Yeah, that makes sense. Like Skepta or Skepta and Jamie. I think they're siblings. And then they have a sister. Woo! That mum did good. Yeah, I know she did. No, I bet you she was she was stressed when she found out she had two rappers in the house. No, but then when you look at their character, like Skepta and Jamie, their character is actually on point. It's like, just like, <gasps> no, 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 no. It's not even her. Like behind the scenes, I think one of them is actually a vegan. Why does that make you your character right? No. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness gracious! Wow. Just wow, but um, she was saying like, as a woman in the music industry, she didn't want to be the kind of woman who's like dotting and bopping. Like when people are coming towards her, chatting to her, mm. they came with a certain level of respect towards her. And then that Julie and Du Nuga, and she has a shaved head. And yes, she always yes. wears rimmed glasses. Yeah. Yes, yes, she's so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's her. And she was saying um, people respect her so much that they she gives off this like sisterly vibe that mm. um, certain men don't even try and move to her when she's like, actually trying to like chat to them and they respect her so much mm-hmm. that they don't have they don't move to her and I was like it's because when she went into that music atmosphere into that in industry she went to with her credentials rather than her body and people respect her Literally. and so when you see people like Solange when you see people like Caesar when you see people like um thingy what's her name like Hayley 47 yeah it's more like the musicality the music. speaks for itself. Yeah, like the work, the music speaks for itself rather than them being sexualized. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, again, they've showed that, like, you really have to bring something to the table for oh people God, yeah. to give you well, any sort of... Solange brought a whole seat. Yeah, Solange, like... Solange's albums are kind of revolutionary, as in, like, she produces it, she writes it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not unheard of. But really, for you to be involved in the whole process, like she did amazingly well, just to ensure all of that happens. And yeah, the album truly speaks for itself. And it's one of those things that I can't say, like, 
I enjoy listening to it, but it's so interesting and you can mm-hmm. see how much work and effort's been put into it that you have no choice but to respect it. Yeah. But I respect her. I respect the work. I respect the talent. I respect the craft. And even when you take the music away, the way she, the fashion, mm. also, like that woman is iconic. It's a whole look. It's a whole look. Like not everybody can pull off whatever she actually does. I think she went to um, the Met Gala uh, with a durag, and she said, which was um, like it had like this. Um, what are they called? You know, when you put sparkles on something. Sequins. No, not that. But like, ah, oh, sparkles. No, like it was diamonded. I think so. Yeah, diamonded. I think it was, and it said, um, "My God, was a durag." <laughs> I lived for it. I oh my God! Did. Also, women embracing the durag opinion. Oh God! Oh yes, I want one. To be doing what? For my edges. No, but would you wear it out, or would you yeah. just use it to lay your edges? To lay my edges and then like when answering like the postman and everything like that. Oh yeah, that's fine. But I just wear my I wear my bonnet for that. No, like I wouldn't go like out. Like I wouldn't like unless when I'm like speci- like I rarely go out with a head wrap anyway. Oh. Unless I've actually like you know saying oh today this is the look that I'm going for like a yeah. head wrap look. I love a head wrap. But, yeah, but um now nah, like uh, going out with a do rag. Don't think I'm that brave. I'd love to be brave enough. Like, there's some people who you see their fashion sense, especially women, mm-hmm. and they kind of explore genres. That's what I'm trying to be more like. I've definitely... I do I, I literally was quite safe mm-hmm. um, with my fashion, but I'm trying to just be a bit more experimental. I think the boy mm-hmm. or my boy is, like, pushing me even more to Into do that. Answers. In times I'm like, no, those are ugly pants. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, trying to be more exper- experimental, and these women are kind of visionaries as to what femininity means and especially like with me um my mom and dad really do like the michelle obama like mm. prim and proper look mm. um and that's what they kind of keep pushing and that's all they kind of really know when it comes to femininity fashion, and yeah. what's expected with like fashion like kind of being girly and stuff mm-hmm. but i guess when i try to um branch out from that mm-hmm. because that can still be a part of your range but like being varied i think is such a really cool thing and we have the opportunity to kind of be super eclectic yeah. in what we wear yeah um they they're just really not a fan of mm-hmm. um and i think it's one of those things that i super like accepted that it's just something that they're not gonna get mm-hmm. and as i'm now like 21 it's not like i'm 21 i don't have to do what you say anymore mm-hmm. um it's just like i don't live with them so you kind of have the opportunity to branch out yeah, with your fashion sense so i guess when you're at home you kind of just like abide by the rules and stuff because like they still pay the rent mm-hmm. so there's nothing i can really do about it see for me it's like it's a bit of a weird one it's a bit of a sticky one because i hadn't when i was like 13 14 i had no fashion sense it was like whatever they wore on disney channel is what i wore and then i'm i think when i started working and like buying myself stuff and things like that that's when i started experimenting with clothes and that's never ended like i remember i used to go to like a gospel church where i used to dress more prim and proper like the more pencil skirts the michelle obama type of thing i wore that like more formal because that's what um i was in that's what i was feeling at that time but then when i the church that i go to now i think mm-hmm. that played a huge part in it like i just wear skinny jeans and <laughs> skinny jeans and a t-shirt and i went through a phase of wearing like a skinny jean and a t-shirt where i was like actually since only you are a girl so it's okay to wear dresses sometimes yeah so i mix it up sometimes and then i think it was like a year or two ago um one of my friends amy she was like um she was going to a 90s party and she texted me she's like oh can i rummage through your wardrobe because yeah. you have quite a good 90s fashion and i'm like no i don't then i went on pinterest and i looked at like i looked at like 90s aesthetics and i was like oh my god 
I'm very, very 90s. Like, you know, like, the polonic and, like, the high-waisted, like, you know... Um, you do love a good high-waisted jeans. High-waisted jeans or even um, high-waisted miniskirt. Yeah. And then with, like, um, thigh-high boots. That's me. All mm. over. I'm all over that. Like, that yes. You do love a high, thigh-high. I, I love it, a good thigh-high, because it just makes me feel like... Mm. Like, I just feel my most, like, fem- like, most feminine. But then I'm loving, like, thigh-splits. Like, you have a skirt, the burgundy one, the one which... The thigh-split skirt. The burgundy, the burgundy and like dots on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wore on <coughs> on on my first date with a boy, and I did was, you? Yes, I was feeling myself. What do you mean? When did you have that? You gave it to me. The thigh split. What? what are you talking about? You know that skirt. The burgundy. You're actually stealing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's like you know when you came of when you came back during the summer. Yeah. And I was about to go on my first date with a boy. And I just had, like, I came over and I was like, oh, I'm not quite sure what to wear because I was like, I really want to look good. Did you bring it back? Yeah, I did. It's like, it's like, it, it's, it's I got, honestly like, do that. Actually, you, you've got my red penny as well. Yeah. I want that back. Okay. Summer is coming now. I can wear it. <laughs> I told you, you can only keep it for the cold weather. I did not. I did not remember you ever taking that out. Of I, this actually, house. I actually did. Um, let me find it. I'll find a picture and show you. Like the whole outfit, I looked banging. He even did say like, like you, wow. you look really banging. And I'm getting like, out here, getting compliments. Mm-hmm, getting compliments, and yeah, maybe that's how I secured. By using <laughs> my clothes. So guys, if you ever want to come like rent my wardrobe, like I charge very good rates. Oh, okay. But the look. I I never remember you taking that from my house. Wow, but yeah, it's the leg. Well, it's the come leg. Back. Okay, yeah, it's come back anyway. Yeah, the leg. But I love a good thigh split, oh, especially um, with that particular skirt as well. Mm. When I was in Greece, I took a picture, and the leg without it was just like, wow, mm, just oh wow, oh, wow. Mm, oh, wow. just tag, mm, even not even thigh, just tag, just like mm, give it to them. Listen, but, um, yeah, like that's my fashion sense, more like nineties vibe. And then now I just because I'm at uni and they go to the gym, I tend to be in like. <laughs> Gymshack <laughs> leggings no, and a t-shirt. I do, I do love a good slobbery outfit. Mm-hmm. It's the best, mm-hmm. and you feel comfortable as well. Oh yes, I'm very, very good. Like there's sometimes, like even like a good jumper. Like I put on, like I have this jumper which has like Sunday on it. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I put it on. I put on my leggings. Put on my socks. Go to the library. Bang library in absolute comfort, and yet still like, because I know like my bum will look good in the in the leggings. Shut up, like, man. Just give it to them. You're out here just starting the bumping. Just give it to them. Like, it's for the fans. I just like... Mm. It's just for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the You've fans... You've just got Mandem in the library just like, oh, here she comes again. That one there. My, my library is full of women because the course that I did tends to be, like, female-driven anyway. And he also, said library. No, no, like, Everyone attends the library. No, like, the library, li- like, legit, like... I, I can count how many guys are in the library. Like in that library, yeah. Because I don't go to the main one. I go to the other uh, campus one. Is the that the one, one that I've been seeing? Oh no, like, I know the other uh, library. Yeah, I, I, I don't go to the main one okay. that often because they're all just. Ugh. Anyway, <gasps> tell you what I found out. In the library, we have a vending machine that gives you coffee for five p. Oh my god! How? I don't know how. I think I so, someone's system's broken. Yes, it's someone broken. needs to do their invoices very no, soon and no, no, see no, that no, they're no. making less money. No, 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 Like I saw that five p, and I was like, I just remember going upstairs. One of my course mates was in the library, well, and I was like, "Friend, do you want coffee?" She's like, "Mm-hmm." I'm like, "Go downstairs right now. You can get it for five p." She was like, "No." Nah. I was like, "Yeah." Like legit. Like I've been having coffee for the past week for five p a day. Wow. Yeah, I'm living my best life. Maybe that's why I'm so energetic sometimes. 
just like 5p coffee because nobody's like 110 but like i'm getting it for 5 are you sure there's not some sort of like mgos in there no just like killing you inside just chow. no it still t- tastes the same still tastes the same as like the one one ten one. i think somebody did a, made a mistake when programming it they went programming it and <laughs> they it's forgot just like, to have the extra zero yeah and then it's like 5p and like legit like it's the best thing ever it actually is and i hope it's just like that for the summer Oh, first. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went on to fashion, but um, we're talking about Solange. And again, I think we both feel super inspired by her. And mm-hmm. I guess living your identity like thoroughly and passionately, because mm-hmm. she's been a woman who I think, not as in she was timid, but like she didn't think her vision would be accepted that much at yeah. the start. And then when that first album with Cranes called... Um, a Sit at the Table. She got a, a Seat Grammy. at the Table came out. She got a Grammy and she was like, nah, people like this they appreciate it it's real it's honest and they kind of let me run with this and take it to my next album and yeah. i think she then from she from them inspired so many women just to be unapologetically themselves mm-hmm. and that's what i took from it as well yeah. and i think that's what we all kind of need to do in this society that we live in that requires you to have the instagram body instagram life mm-hmm. just be a baddie gym shark all day for boys gains muscles rah 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 Wait, i wear gym shark yeah, but you know what I mean. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I applaud him. Like, the dude's, like, 28 or something. He's a millionaire. Like, his business is, like, banging. Yeah. Like, like I, he's smart. Yeah, yeah. But, like, sometimes, I guess, the effects that come from that is, like, an unhealthy, like, standard of beauty, which isn't his fault uh-huh. because he's just out here making money and I applaud his, like, hustle. But I think we can all get lost in the sauce very quickly. And I think it's super good that we have artists and people stacking out and saying you can do it a different way and mm-hmm. providing options. Because mm-hmm. it's fine if you want to stick to like the path that many people are going, but just know that there are alternatives and there are people who look like you in the industry and out there in media. Mm-hmm. It's just a positive thing to have options, I think. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think you've got to say, start singing the song. Like, hey, you know the song? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can okay. even do the whole like. You can't do the dance. Let's, I can even let's, do the. <laughs> let's not stretch it. You can't. I can do the. Whoa. <laughs> sentence. People are listening and they know that was a fail. No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't. Um, do you know, um, Joe's, um, people who make YouTube videos online to teach you how to do like African dances. You look like one of those. And you're still doing it wrong. Oh, do you remember to the song's options? There was those far old people, <laughs> those far old Caucasian people doing the dance. One of them had rhythm. You were the other one. Why does she go bump? Why? I actually can dance. I actually can. That's great. Like, you know what? I'm actually not taking this from you anymore. I'm actually, I reject this spirit of negativity <laughs> in my life. I, I'm I, glad you cast out the demon from your body. Like, I, I'm I, glad I, you cast it like, from your body. No, no. Like, I can actually dance, okay? Like, I can break it down. Not like break it down, but like I can break it down. I don't think anybody can break it down, so mm. break it down. Because like, like, like I can, I can actually dance. You, like, you I, can't even speak at rhythm. Help me, Jesus. Help Are you me good? Are you good? Just help me, Jesus. Are you good? You really, you really want to catch his hands? Sends, you're not throwing hands. Just calm down. Calm down. You can, you cannot throw hands. Do you know some of the things that you say? I just look at you. You cannot throw hands. David, David, question yourself. Do you value your life? Do not. Do, do you, you value, value your life? life? Do you value, value your life? life? <laughs> you'll try to throw hands and you'll hit yourself. I will. No, I won't. 
I am, I am <laughs> you'll try coordination. To, you almost your you, pizza. You'll try to... You'll try to throw hands and you'll hit yourself. No, I won't. I know that'll happen. No. I know, I know no. you. I know you. Mm-mm. I actually know your life. I feel like you haven't seen me like... Okay, you saw me dancing on Saturday. I can dance. No, I actually didn't. Because I wasn't in thinking that long. When no, we I mean prior to that, when we were dancing to Seven Rings. To Seven Rings? Yeah, by Ariana Grande. Yeah, but that was just bopping. Yeah, like... To me, oh, I'm so are we are we classing that as dancing? Yeah. Oh, okay, Fez. If it's just bopping, yeah, I can do that. Like I'm not. Yeah, you can bop. Yeah, like yeah, I'll vouch for you there. Yeah, like I'm not. You I'm can not do a little anti wanty. Don't say anti wanty wanty. Oh, for goodness gracious! Oh. Oh. This life is long, but I'm enjoying living it with you. Uh, are you? I do. Mm. I love you. I think that draws an end. Mm-hmm. I think it's just when we start arguing, it draws an end to the episode. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for listening. We've always spent like four out of five days together. Oh That's yeah, we lot. have. Uh, we're in a full-blown relationship now, I think. Oh my god, like yeah. <laughs> like damn, I've seen you without makeup. Oh my god. <laughs> At least you've seen me wigless and everything. Yes, I think. Hold on, I see this thing on the godly dating page. I the godly dating page, guys. <laughs> if you want to find your significant other, make sure you're following the godly dating um, Instagram it was, page. It was more on regards to actually offering advice than actually being a dating app. Um, I think it's called the dating app is called Salt. It's a Christian dating. Oh app. my god, guys! Can somebody please do Salt so we can do like a case study on it? Yes, please, please, please. Like it came out when we were spoken for. So you know. my god, literally just before we did have a friend who signed up to it, but then she just went off of it after a bit. Oh, I really wanted to experiment on her, but anyway, I saw this. It says, "Stick with the man who stuck by you when your hair wasn't done." That's true love, and I was like, "Oh, bridge." No, stick with the man that takes out your braids. They, that's a different type of love there. This scalp is dusty. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for <laughs> listening. Um, do we have no idea? Where can they find the sense? They can find us on Instagram at we w well it's w h n i underscore, and you can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcast review, write a review. Yeah, please give us, us a five star. Share with your friends, share yeah. with your aunt, with your uncle, with your mom, with your dad, with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend, with your boyfriends, um, <laughs> with your boyfriends <laughs> and your boyfriends. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you and so much um, for and your baby mama because mm-hmm. even she'll like this. She will be your wife as well. We're professing. I oh, never mind. Uh, you're really uh, you're casting out demons in other people's mm-hmm. lives, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's let's finish. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Mm-hmm. Look, the devil is trying to attack mm-hmm. me there because they want me to pray. Um, sometimes it's not the devil sometimes it's just the inability to speak english properly <laughs> that's true but it's easier to say the devil <laughs> wow uh, all christians we need to stop doing this giving the devil more credit than he actually deserves because sometimes trust me we're just wiling out oh yeah for sure yeah but you need to give some people some time just to like not look at their own faults in life because okay. I've done that. I've avoided my issues for like a good week. Just like, it, it's not me. <laughs> I am not the problem. This is a you problem. It's not a me problem. Deny, 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 deny. 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 Well, the issue, issue, what issue do you speak of? <laughs> I cannot see this issue. Who are you? No, actually, no, no, no. When I turn 20, well, to be fair, when I turn 21, I put my big gold pants on. When I mess up, I do step up and say I've messed up. Oh my God. It's yeah. called growth. It's much easier than lying. 
Oh god, yeah. Oh mm. my god. Just uh, tell you that. Okay, pray, yeah. pray, pray. Okay, let's pray. Oh, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time and yes, for Lord. everybody who's listening to this podcast, Lord. We continue that their life continues to be blessed, Lord, and that they know that you're there for them despite whatever they're going through. Also, thanking you for the incredible women who are out there being incredible examples and role models for the young women growing up in this generation, knowing that their um, talent, their skills can speak more for them than actually physical aesthetics aesthetics may my lord we're so grateful for that for um for the empowerment that we have the incredible role models where we can actually see ourselves in the music industry in the film industry now lord we're so incredibly grateful for that in your mighty name sweet jesus amen amen thank you for listening guys we hope you have a fantastic week Mm -hmm. love you all love you bye bye guys